You're listening to the Toolstation Western League podcast with Ian Knockholds and Tom Hiscott. Welcome, listeners, to episode six of the Toolstation Western League podcast with me, Ian Knockholds, and I am delighted to be joined on the phone by the author of the bulletin. It is Tom Hiscott. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Uh, yourself? Not bad. Not bad at all. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, not too bad. Didn't didn't uh, didn't do a whole deal, but um, yeah, obviously writing and uh, yeah, keeping up with the uh, latest going on in the in the Western League. So yeah, not 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 too busy, but um, plenty still going on. How about yourself? Well, I flirted with professional football. Oh no. Um, I was rather hoping that my father might be able to procure for me a ticket to go and watch Portsmouth against Plymouth. The um, oh. yeah, the old um, what's it? The Dockyard Derby. There you go. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately not. That well, you like, you've got a passing interest in Plymouth, haven't you? Indeed, that is that is my dad's team, and I yeah, they're one of the teams I yeah root quite heavily for. So good job I wasn't there because they're not doing too well at the moment. No, they got stuffed by Pompey, which was yeah. um, <laughs> good. Um, but of course, a very little interest to anybody other than you, me, and <laughs> um, Neil Kirkpatrick at Westbury. Um, but we don't really need to go down that road. What we are going to talk about is the fixtures on Tuesday, the twenty eighth of August. Um, there was an absolute belter, an eight-goal thriller at Bristol Telephones. Yeah, I mean, Radstock, uh, obviously obviously the team to watch at the moment. A 6-5 uh, victory uh, last weekend was then followed up just three days later by a, a full draw away at Bristol Telephones. So their, goal, their games definitely aren't, uh, yeah, aren't lacking goals at the moment. Uh, Sam Gregory and Carl Norris, who scored four at the weekend, they both scored twice for the away side. Uh, but it was the Telephones uh, who managed to get a point. Uh, goals from four different players for them. It was Mike Alvis, James Batch, Ryan Webber and Darnie Golding, uh, each getting on the score sheet. It was three all at half-time, so a bit of a, a quiet second half in comparison. But yeah, the points shared in that one. But um, yeah, eight goals for the 73 in attendance. So yeah, not too bad for a Tuesday night fixture. Not at all. And 110 uh, were at Devizes for their um, Wiltshire derby with Chippenham Park. Devizes running out 2-0 winners in that game. Um, there was an FA Cup preliminary round replay on Wednesday the 29th of August. It featured Cabri Heath and the uh, uh, and Bobman Town. Of course, Bobman Town saw off Canesham in the previous round, Tom. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but they uh, came on stuck against our, our Cabri Heath this time. A 4-1 win. Uh, in the replay uh, for the Heath. Fantastic result. Uh, flying start, uh, 2-0 up after just 14 minutes, thanks to Sasha Tong, who'd scored twice in the uh, the, uh, the the previous fixture, I believe, between the two sides. Uh, and then it was Christian Lee adding a third uh, before half-time to pretty much put the Heath through to the next round. Uh, they did uh, bottom in that is pull a goal back, uh, but then uh, late on, Horace Ormsby added a fourth for the home side uh, to book a, book a spot with Zinderford in the next round. So, yeah, congratulations to Cadbury Heath. Absolutely. Now, really, um, this this episode of the uh, of the podcast is very much looking at um, FA Vars uh, football and first qualifying round action. We'll um, we'll start with the the battle of the bishops, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this had been a tight affair. I mean, no goals in the in the opening ninety minutes, but then it was the home side bishops Livia uh, stormed stormed to a three 0 win uh, in the extra time period. So three goals in the space of thirty minutes. Mark Clooney, Jake Quick, and then Brian Brereton finishing the uh, scoring off there. Uh, so, yeah, two teams that have started pretty well in the first division, and it's uh, Lydiard who are through to the next round. And also have uh, have bragging rights as the as the best bishop. 
Indeed. until the next term the bishops meet. Um, now, we did speculate uh, last week on the podcast as to exactly who Brist- uh, Bristol Telephone's uh, opponents would be in the Vars. I, I joked and said, well, I, I just hope it's not the... Uh, the Premier League outfit Bournemouth, and it and it and it might have been. Um, it was um, it was yes. They, they they well the less said about the scoreline the better I think for telephones. They can focus on league action now. I think it would be fair to say. Um, uh, also, plenty of goals between Carn Town and Forley. Unfortunately, our 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 side Carn um, falling um, four goals to five in that fixture. But Corsham they were victorious against Laverstock and Ford. Yeah, uh, fantastic name uh, for the opponents. But yeah, Caution are the side that are uh, through to the next round, obviously doing fantastic well in the league, top of uh, the first division, uh, unbeaten in, in that competition. And they, yeah, unbeaten in the Vars. The first qualifying round has been conquered, a 1 0 win, uh, and that came thanks to a goal from Mark Dolman. So yeah, they've uh, yeah, put their spot in the next round, which is fantastic. Now Westbury, they had an away day to remember. They um, they took a boat ride over to the Isle of Wight where they played cow sport. Left it late, but plenty of goals in this one, Tom. Yeah, terrific, uh, terrific affair there. Uh, Jamie Jordan and Callum Demkiv uh, each striking before half time for Westbury, uh, but they were down three two at the break, so a high scoring first half. Uh, they then left it until the 86th minute, Westbury, uh, to grab the equaliser to take it to extra time. So that ended for real, and that was Ricky Holbert who uh, who, who headed home then. Uh, and then into the extra time period, Westby grabbed their, their first lead of the afternoon uh, with Denkid Denkid scoring a second of the second of the tie. Uh, and then it was Holbert who uh, also completed a brace, added a, added their fifth late on. So yeah, Westbury coming from behind and uh, booking the spot in the next round, a five-three win after extra time. Now Clevedon travelled to Crediton United, and it would be fair to say that Clevedon Town were a credit to the Western League. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, another team to to win on their travels. It's really good to see again these teams going away and doing well and doing the, doing the league proud and it was Callum Kingdon uh, Lucas Valden and Mitchell Osmond uh, who uh, yeah leading uh, Clevedon to a 3-0 win so a fantastic result for them and a uh, big crowd um, saw the all Wiltshire clash between Devizes Town and Warminster Town and it would be, be the away fans who uh, went away happier a 2-0 win for Warminster uh, goals from Jake Wright and George Butler leading them to the 2-0 win at Nurse Road so yeah a uh, return to winning ways for Warminster. Poor old Portishead, they couldn't get a win away at Godolphin Atlantic, which has got to be the um, the best name of any side involved in the FA Vars to date. Um, Hallen also, they came unstuck at home to Fairham Town. And Hengrove, unfortunately, couldn't overcome Newquay. They, um, they ran out um, 2-1 winners in extra time. Uh, also, Canesham, Canesham Town, their FA Vars runners um, has ended at home, uh, losing 3-2 at home to Sidmouth. We had, we had an all-Western League uh, clash between Odd Down and Shepton Mallet, and uh, and your your boys um, ran out convincing winners here, Tom. Yeah, they did eventually. I mean, they fell behind. Uh, Dale Hunt striking off just uh, seven minutes. Uh, sorry, seven minutes before the break uh, to put Shepton Mallet ahead. Uh, but then right on the cusp of half-time, uh, Odd Down managed to get an equaliser. Uh, penalty from Adnan Hiroli, so levelling things up. And then in the second half, they, they stormed away a bit, scoring three unanswered goals. With James Fisher, who fired them ahead. Uh, and then late on, uh, 78 and 83rd minute goals from Ash McGrain uh, completed the victory to, to complete the win. Um, yeah, for, to put Odd down through to the next round, so a 4-1 win over Shepton Mallet. Now, Oldland Abertonians, unfortunately, they couldn't overcome Totten and Ealing. They lost at home by three goals to two. But Plymouth Parkway, they were in impressive form against a fellow Premier Division side in Brislington. Yeah, indeed, and it was Mike Smith in particular 
uh, in great form, hitting a hat-trick uh, for the home side. Stuart Getton, it was, who got them underway. Uh, he's done really well so far this season, one of the, one of the leading scorers in all competitions. So he, he put Plymouth partway ahead. Um, Brislington did again get back on level terms, uh, thanks to James Woodland. Uh, but in the second half, it was pretty much all, all one-way traffic, Smith scoring a hat-trick, and then there was also a late goal from Mike Williams. So, yeah, a 5-1 win for Plymouth Parkway. Well, Bridport travelled to uh, to Romsey. Those two sides couldn't be separated, and as um, I'm sure we'll cover off later in the podcast, they, they meet again in an FA Vars replay. But um, hats off again to Roman Glass and George. They really are picking up where they left off last season. They've been in great form, and this time they travelled to Stockbridge and they have progressed in the Vars. Yeah, they seem like one of those sides that are built to score goals, Roman Glass. A 3-1 win away at Stockbridge. Uh, Nathan Legg uh, scoring a brace for the away side and there was also a goal from Lewis Wentland so yeah a team that seemed like they come up with a different goal score every week so it's um, yeah it's been a fantastic start as you say uh, and uh, yeah Roman Glass and George Fruit in the next round of the uh, FA Vars and another team that did well on their travels was Longwell Green Sports uh, they travelled to Team Solent and they won by three goals to two yeah indeed so thanks to a double from uh, Adam Young lots of, lots of players scoring twice on the weekend it felt like and there was also a goal from Sam Ford so, yeah, a brilliant result for Longwell Green Sports against a pretty good uh, Solent side. So, uh, yeah, fantastic to see them through as well. So quite a lot of our sides, um, as we've seen over the last couple of minutes of discussing these games, have, have gone away and done really well. Um, and that was, yeah, Longwell Green were another, another case. I'm delighted to welcome, for the first time to the Tool Station Western League podcast, Nigel Lee, the Director of Football at Longwell Green. Nigel, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us. First of all, can I ask, as Director of Football, what does your role involve at the club? Well, my role is over, overseeing, really, you know, helping out with Mitch and the training and, you know, seeing the young lads come through, really. That's what I'm, I'm there for. And on match days, you know, we both put our heads together and pick the side together, really. So it's good. Now, um, we've got to talk about this fantastic win you had away at Team Solent. You must be delighted with that. Very good, very good. Yeah, everybody played, well, the best I've seen them play this season, I think. You know, for the battling and the, everybody was, you know, working hard for each other. And they, we had to defend the last 20 minutes and we defended really well. You know, everybody putting their body on the line for us. Yeah, it was really good. How much did you know about Team Solent before the game? I've I've um, I looked into their results they've had for the last uh, couple of weeks and they always seem to finish strong. They were three 0 down in one game and come back to three all. So we knew they were going to be you know re- really fit. So that we we prepared ourselves for that you know, but we did sit behind the ball the last fifteen minutes and because we knew they'd be coming at us. Now, obviously, it was a, a disappointing season for the club um, last uh, season. I know you rallied towards the end, um, but how much of last season's squad have you been able to uh, have you been able to retain? We we brought in quite a few players, actually. You know, young lads, and because um, a few of them were with the university and they haven't come back, so we've had to go out and get new players. Like the goalkeeper went to Bradford, is a, a good goalkeeper, but we replaced him with another goal, good goalkeeper. So that, that's been good. And really, there's about four or five from last season. Now, I know you won't want to give too much away, but for the, um, for the, for the Longwell Green fans listening to this, who are the names of the players that you think um, will be playing a pivotal role this season? Who, which are the names that they should be looking out for? Danny Carter, who's uh, excellent with the ball, uh, been, been excellent for us since he got himself a bit fitter. Um, and the back four, you know, we've had Kieran... 
Kieran's come in and he's been playing for reserves last year, but he's proved the point that, you know, he is a strong centre-half. And really, when we look at it, you know, you've got to look at the whole squad. You know, they, they seem to gel together so quickly. You know, we put them together and, they've, and the camaraderie is really good, and, you know, on and off the pitch, it's really good. Uh, well, your form so far this season has been uh, has been good, barring that opening day defeat. Are you happy with the yeah. start you've made? Oh, brilliant! I couldn't have asked for anything better, really. You know, especially with a new side and a new 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 division as well. You know, you've come down to leagues. You should you should do well, but it's it's a new league. You know, so you've got you've got to put yourself out there and, and, and prove a point to everybody, like you know. Given that um, you were relegated last season, what sort of expectations do you have for the side this season? Well, we don't want to. We, we, I'd, like, I'd like to think we can go back up, but I don't really want to push. You know, because it's a new side again. You know, if we can finish mid-table, I'd be quite happy with that. But we're going to we're going to go and we're going to fight. You know, and hopefully get up there with the Kingshams and the and the Cheddars. You know, we need to be up there fighting with them. Really, you've got Oldland away this weekend. It's important that you keep your good form going, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. You've got a full squad, and that's what that's what it's about. We got eighteen players. You know, all trying to fight for a place, so it's good. So hopefully Saturday we will be um, right up for it. Now, um, the local derby. Well, that 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 will obviously put a few on the gate. I mean, one of the things that I um, I noted about your run last season was that you you, you had uh, you you had good home support. I mean, um, right. how have the fans reacted to life in the first division? Have you have you have you seen your support continue? Yeah, the, the support's there. Everybody's behind us. You know, the chairman's always pushing things. It's, it's really good, you know, getting people there. They've opened the bar early and the sport's on before the game. It's really good. It's a great club. Nigel, thank you very much for taking time out of your day. I appreciate you busy. It's, no been, great to, it's been great to speak to you. And, and, well, certainly good luck for the rest of the season. We'll be keeping thank an eye out for much. your results. Well, unfortunately, Wellington, um, their FA Vars journey has ended at the first time of asking. They lost by three goals to one at home to Saltash United. And finally, an all-Western League clash, two first division sides, Radstock Town winning by two goals to one away at Wincanton on that occasion. The Miners were very much at the races and they go on to the next round. Boss, we need some supplies for tomorrow. Oh, what's that? It's the helping hand from Toolstation. But it's a... Uh... A hand, yes. It's showing me around the Toolstation website. Nice. Yeah. I've selected paints, cables, sealant and plumbing fittings. I can check up to the minute stock, hit this button, thanks hand, and it's ready to collect in 20 minutes. So get the van. Can't the hand? It can't reach the pedals. Fair enough. Click and collect. Another helping hand from Toolstation. Your best mate for the job. Now, we did have four matches in the Premier Division. Bradford Town won 2-1 at home to Shortwood United. Um, Cadbury Heath had a good 2-0 uh, win against Cribs, Tom. Yeah, indeed they did. Uh, brilliant, obviously, uh, midweek uh, win in the Cup. Uh, and they followed that up on the weekend with a yeah, 2-0 win at home to Cribs. Goals from uh, Ross Moorhead and Lewis Powell at uh, Springfield. They're helping uh, the Heath complete a, a pretty good week around for the club. Certainly was um, a win in the in the league, and of course that fantastic um, win against Bodmin Town in the FA Cup. So that was all the excuse I need to have a chat with Andy Black. Uh, we did have a chat about the Cribs game, but I started off by talking about that hard-fought replay victory against Bodmin Town. Um, were you were you pleased to get Bodmin back to your place after the um, after the draw on the twenty fifth? Uh, not 
really, no, because it was hugely disappointing. We were two and up, and they equalised in the 98th minute. Uh, I don't know where the ref got uh, 98 minutes, uh, eight minutes overtime from. I don't know. Um, I just think he was uh, wait, waiting for them to score because as soon as they scored, he blew up. Because that, that's quite a trek um, for um, for you to go down there. I yes, mean, I mean, yes, the, yes. before the it, game, it was, yeah. It, to be honest, we were better than them. Uh, we were better than them, and if Simon McCoy, uh it came off half time with knee ligament problems, which would probably keep him out for a couple of months, uh, he was causing them more problems, Simon. And when Simon came off, uh, we only had one up top, and uh, Sasha Tong was the only four we had um, because we had injuries to Matt Huxley as well. So when he, when uh, Simon went off, uh, we didn't finish them off, and we had enough chances to finish them off. You know, we should have won that game. Uh, it could have been five or six three. Do you know what I mean? Because they had chances. They put pay to Canesham in the previous round. So, I mean, how much did you know about them before you uh, b- uh, before them? Well, I, I watched them against Canesham. Obviously, I watched them in the second leg. Yeah, I, I knew a lot about them, and uh, I thought they would struggle with the pace we got up front of McElroy and uh, Sasha Tong, and uh, two two wingers as well. I've got a pacey, so um, I, I thought they would struggle with the pace we had. I mean, this is a bit of a daft question in a way, but given the fr- given the frustrations you've mentioned about the, um, the you know the fact that you weren't able to put the first tie to bed, uh, you know that convincing four-one yeah. win must have been even more um, um, <laughs> even more pleasing for you. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't a four-one. If you'd have watched the game, it, it was end to end. You know, it was end to end, and they got back into the game three-one. Uh, they could have made it three-two, and we went down the other end. Uh, and made it 4-1, and that put the game to bed completely. But in fairness to uh, Bobman, they never gave up, and uh, they had good chances to make it 3-2. But um, our goalkeeper made a superb save for us to keep it to 3-2, and uh, Jamie Powell um, made, made a marvellous save to push it over the bar, which would have made it 3-2, which still caught an hour to go, so then it was right in the melting pot. So, yeah, it was a great tie. It was a great tie, and uh, that's what they chuck out these FA Cup and FA Vars games. They're the... They're the games you look forward to, the FA Cup games and the FA Vars games, because uh, the FA Cup's massive money. I mean, the prize money already is, um, we've won two games now, and so over 5,000. The game we got Saturday against Sindiford was 6,000. Another tall order for us against Sindiford, but, you know, we've got nothing to lose. We've got nothing to lose. Um, we'll, we'll give it our best shot. Um, uh, I don't believe we've got our best team out on paper, but, hey-ho, that's, that's, that's football. You, you know, you've got to deal with injuries and get on with it, and, uh, and we will. I mean, Cinderford, of course, are in are in the Southern League, but um, I mean, they have got to come to your place. So, are you? Uh, does, does that give you confidence? Well, it's, 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 it's the same again, isn't it? The longer that these games go, uh, where if, if Cinderford are on top and they don't take their chances, they'll get nervy because we'll get chances. We'll get chances against them, you know. And uh, you know, their favourites, obviously, they're, they're a league above us, and uh, they were two leagues above us recently before they uh, come down from the Southern Prem. I've had them watched, but I don't look quite a bit about them. So we'll, we'll like I said, we've got nothing to lose, and, and we'll, 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 we'll do our best and uh, try and get into the next round. Well, it's obviously a very exciting time um, for the fans. Hopefully you'll, um, you'll get a good crowd um, for that game. Yeah, hopefully so. Sindhu's not far as well, and they, they've got a good following, so they'll bring a few. 
and uh, you know we're, we're looking forward to the, the tie. Now, if we look back to um, Saturday's match, you uh, you played Cribs, you won two 0 You must be pleased that you've taken some of your cup form into the league. Well, it was it was always going to be a hard game after the Lord Mayor's show, as they say, and it, we, we weren't at our best. We weren't at our best Saturday. You know, um, it was just it, was, it wasn't a good game. Um, they came four five one. Um, they, they they didn't cause us that many problems, but uh, we weren't at our best. And it was one of them days. I thought we're struggling today because Wednesday night took a lot of gas out of our legs. You know, and we weren't we weren't as sharp. We were very tired Saturday, but to get three points was a huge bonus for us Saturday. Well, you've proved to be a difficult side to beat so far this season. You've only lost once. So, what what are the yes, expectations yes. that you've uh, you've set with the players this season for your form? We can't accept poor, poor results and poor performance levels. And uh, you know, we've only had one bad performance against Bradford, really, where we won at the races. And you know, out of six games or, or whatever we've played, you know, that's quite acceptable. You, you do have off days. That's that's football. That's sport. You don't always, you're not always on top of your game. So uh, we'll take one game at a time. And hopefully we can keep it going. But, uh, no, we've done reasonably well. We've done well at Bridgewater. We drew one all. And they've been thumping teams left, right and centre. So, mm. you know, um, that, that was a pleasing result for us as well. So we're still struggling a little bit on the injury list as well. To lose Simon McElroy, uh, Simon McElroy is one of probably our best players, um, with his uh, knee ligament problem. And Matt Hux has got back problems as well. He's, obviously, Matt's a prolific goal scorer at this level. So um, we've got a few teething problems, but nevertheless, uh, we've got a squad, um, and, and there's a lot. Of, we've got a big squad. I mean, we had four or five out with the squad Saturday, and uh, you know we picked up three points without four or five of them players. So that's a bonus in itself. I, I get the impression that perhaps you'd, you'd quite like to be the best kept secret in the uh, the Premier Division, sort of a, a side that perhaps people underestimate. But, you, you know, your, your form in the Cups has shown, and, and indeed that, that draw against Bridgewater, that, that you're, you're going to be no pushovers this season. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully not. You know, um, last year was a tough year. It was a tough season, you know, and uh, no two seasons are the same. You know, you look, at well, you, you look at how well some teams done last year, and then this year they're not, they're not quite where they want to be. And, and that's, that's football. You've got to keep working and you've got to keep testing players all the time. I mean, continuity, I think, is, is, has been a key to the success of, of sides in the past in the Western League. And I know, obviously, when managers change and players come and go, it can, it can throw the form book out the window. How pleased are you with the, with the pre-season that you had following on from last season? Um, yeah, reasonably pleased, reasonably pleased. Like, you know, we brought a few young lads in as well into the squad, which has helped us a little bit because we've got a lot of lads, loyal lads who've been here a while. You know, so uh, it's been quite pleasing that we've... Um, a few young lads in and it's, it's given us a bit more impetus as well so um, you know it's good to have a few young lads in the group and probably last year we didn't have enough young lads in the group and we needed to bring a few more young lads in to try and get the group a little bit more buoyant because um, it was a bit fat last year well, you're certainly mixing things up this season, Andy. Thank you for your time and all the best of luck on, um, on, uh, on Saturday against Sindiford. I'm sure that the whole of the Western League will be rooting for you. Yes, many thanks. Many thanks. Um, uh, we'll do our utmost to try and stay in, the, stay in the hat. And my thanks to Andy for his time. Uh, I think the least said about Chipping Sodbury against Bridgewater, the better. Certainly for uh, from the Chipping Sodbury 
perspective. And that was an 8-0 hammering they had at home at the hands of Bridgewater. Bridgewater have been absolutely fantastic form. Um, so hats off to them, but I think probably we will spare Chipping Sodbury's blushes and hope they come back um, better next week. But the final game in the Premier Division that I'd like to have a chat about is a monster clash, uh, Will and Rovers against Buckland Athletic. Yeah, and maybe one of these sides have now now played both of their uh, league fixtures against one another, and it's Will and Rovers who've run out 1-0 one, one winners on both occasions. So uh, they very much have the bragging rights um, for the remainder of the season, unless they draw each other in a in a cup competition. Uh, this time, uh, Adam Kelly own goal was uh, all that there was to split the sides in the 37th minute. So, yeah, a bit unlucky for, for Buckland, but it's, yeah, women who pick up the other, another three points uh, and, uh, yeah, continue to do well toward the top of the, uh, the Premier Division. Yeah, they certainly are, certainly going very well. Um, in the First Division, uh, Sherbourne Town, they lost 1-0 at home to Ashton and Backwell United. And uh, Wells City, uh, they entertained Welton Rovers, not a, not a long way from Midsummer Norton to go to Wells, and certainly any members of the, the Green Army who made the short journey um, would have been very pleased. Yeah, indeed. Welton starting to pick up some form up, up into seventh now. Uh, a second win uh, in quick succession for them. Uh, and it was goals from Dave Cooper and then a... a a debut goal for Lewis Russell, uh, leading them to the the win. Uh, Russell's goal coming pretty late, so I think it was a pretty pretty close affair at the Athletic Ground from all accounts. But it is, yeah, well, who keeps clean sheet and uh, yeah, gain the three points. And finally, we don't get the opportunity to do this very often, Tom, but there was a game on Sunday. Uh, it was at Chippenham Park. Bitten were the visitors, and it was an FA Vars first qualifying round match. Yeah, indeed, and it was uh, Bitten who continued their absolutely fantastic form. Uh, to start the season, a 4 0 win uh, away at Chippenham Park. Uh, ben Bamman scoring another hat trick. So he's now up to 12 goals in seven games this season, which is uh, rather remarkable. And there was also a goal for Joe McLennan. And uh, yeah, who can stop it at the moment? Well, I think it's also a question of who can score against them, because well, unless I'm yeah. very much mistaken, I don't think they've conceded a goal yet this season. Nope, that's it. Uh, clean sheets uh, across the board. So um, yeah, rather remarkable stat, and somebody's going to be, um, yeah. Looking to looking to knock them off, but it's looking pretty tough at the moment. Certainly is. Now we'll take a look at the upcoming fixtures. By the time this goes out, it's quite likely that Bridgewater Town will have played Plymouth Parkway. That Premier Division clash happening on Tuesday, the fourth of September, and on Wednesday, the fifth, we have the mouth-watering prospect of Bridport's replay against Romsey Town. That's quite a quite a trek for Romsey midweek, but um, we keep everything crossed for Bridport that they may progress in the FA Vars on Saturday, the eighth of September. There is plenty of cup action, and uh, as we as we have the first qualifying round of the FA Cup, Tom, do you want to take us through those fixtures? Yeah, indeed. So there's uh, five ties, I believe, uh, for the the Western League side. So we start with Buckland Athletic. They're on their travels. They take on Binfield. Uh, we then got an all Western League tie between uh, the Unstoppable Bitten and Westbury. Have obviously started fantastically well. So that is a really mouthwatering clash uh, in the FA Cup. Uh, we've then got. Uh, Bridport, they've got another cup game uh, at home to Tiverton Town. Uh, Cadbury Heath, they host Cinderford Town. Uh, and then Plymouth Parkway, um, they host Street. Obviously, we know Street pretty well, so that'll be a good test for, for the Parkway. 
There's um, plenty of games, um, certainly in the first division. There's also quite a few games in the Premier Division as well. Um, in our new slimline format, we'll try not to um, to go through absolutely everything, although we may revisit this later in the season. But um, I've picked out Clevedon Town against Odd Down on uh, on Saturday in the Premier Division. I think that that will be uh, uh, that will be a good game. Um, Odd Down going very well, quite possibly under the radar. I don't know if I've put the hoodoo on them. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see how they get on. How about you, Tom? What uh, what game tickles your fancy in the uh, in the in the Premier Division? I've gone for Hengrove versus Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater are probably the, the side to watch. Uh, Fourteen goals in the last two two games, and they're not struggling to score away from home either. So um, a tough test for Hengrove uh, to stop them. Bridgewater and Britain definitely looking like the uh, the two two sides to. To, um, yeah, have caught my eye probably most so far this season. Obviously, plenty of others doing pretty well at the top towards, towards the top of the Premier Division, like Westbury and Willand. Uh, but yeah, Hengrove uh, hope, to, hope to put up a good fight against the uh, free scoring Bridgewater. And I hope Bridgewater bring a few of their fans with them. I mean, they're a very, very well-supported club. They do great They do great work on social media, as to be said, advertising their matches. So hopefully a few of those fans will uh, will make it over to, to Hengrove for that game as well and, and, and give them a good gate. Uh, now then, we'll have a look at the, uh, the first division. The game that I've picked out is um, Welton Rovers against Bishops Lydiard. It'll uh, be interesting to see how well Bishops Lydiard get on uh, on the road, they've had a good start to the season up towards the top of the first division. Of course, we heard about them winning the Battle of the Bishops earlier. But Welton Rovers, they've started to hit a bit of a purple patch of form as well. They're going well. So I reckon that that would be a very competitive game, well worth getting along to Midsummer Norton to watch that one. And uh, what tickles your fancy in the first division, Tom? I think the game that I went for was Sherbourne versus Caution. A bit boring on my part just to keep picking the sides at the top. But yeah, Caution still... Still the only unbeaten side in the first division, so they travel to take on a Sherborne side who's uh, won two home games already this season. So, yeah, it might not be the easiest afternoon for caution. Sherborne don't concede too many, so, um, yeah, I'll, keep, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on that one uh, as well as all the games, of course. Excellent, Tom. Thank you very much for your time. Um, obviously, we are looking at your excellent bulletin. That is available on the Western League website? Yeah, indeed, and I've started to include the league tables, so hopefully the teams start to... It's interesting, isn't it, actually, looking down at those tables, um, that, um, you know, the discrepancy between the amount of games that some of our sides have played. Now, whilst I think you've got teams like Bishops Lydiard that have played six league matches, um, you know, there are still a fair few... Uh, teams like Bristol Telephones and um, in Wincanton that have only played three league matches, so um, already quite a discrepancy, on, uh, you know, with the number of teams that are, um, uh, you know, with the amount of games that they've been able to play at this early stage of the season. Yeah, I mean, I think I bit the bullet and said right in September, so I'll start putting them in. But as you say, it's still very, very early days. I'm in caution, top of the table, but uh, yeah, only only one point ahead of the teams in sort of fifth and sixth. So yeah, extremely early days, as we say, and uh, yeah, plenty of movement, I'm sure, over the rest. Yeah, still very interesting there to have a look at some of those statistics. Yeah. And of course, one of the other things that you put in the um, in the bulletin is some of the attendances, which is um, which is very good to see. You know, interesting to see that the highest attendance um, was in the first division, Canesham against Bishop Sutton. That was a Friday evening game. I believe um, so. Yeah, that was yeah. that was the very opening day, wasn't it? That was that was even pre-opening day. That was that was the day before opening day. Fantastic um, uh, attendance there. But a Tuesday fixture was the biggest in the Premier Division so far between Bridgewater and Buckland. So I know that will keep Kerry Miller happy. I know he's a man who likes to see 
um, football played on, on sort of different times of the day and different days of the week. So, I mean, certainly there would be evidence for clubs out there that uh, perhaps the traditional Saturday 3 o'clock kick-off, which competes with football across the country, might not necessarily be the best way to put um, to maximise the number of bums on your seats. But um, I'm sure that'd be a reoccurring theme that we revisit later in the season. And finally, Tom, ha- are your words in this week's um, non-league paper? Absolutely, yeah. So looking back on the uh, Premier Division ties, uh, I've done a little round-up in there. So I think the uh, the Vars is covered uh, in the paper as well. But yeah, my, my little section on the Premier Division is in the Step 5 and 6 section of the paper. Excellent, Tom. Thank you very much indeed uh, for your time. Well, and uh, I look forward to catching up with you this time next week on the Toolstation Western League podcast.